Hello and welcome to Bebel Podcast. Today I'm very excited because I've managed to split up the partnership that is the squad and I'm inviting Josie, who's not just a trainer at the squad, she's also a performance and life coach and actually I think we'll find out that she really could be a travel blogger too. So enjoy. Josie, welcome. Sorry, I'm so delighted. I can't get this grin off my face. I know. I know. It's You're mad, staring at me really happily across the <laughs> table here. I am kind of living the dream. You are. Talking to all my pals, finding out I so know. much more about them. It's amazing. It's literally your dream job. It is. It is. And uh, Bebel is, is all about that. It's all about the story behind the person and finding out not just about their business and the person that we mm-hmm. all know on Insta and everything else, but the person behind that. So, God, I hope I live up to this expectation now. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> anyway, um, like I said before we came on, you definitely look like you're living your dream job right here anyway. I am. I am. It's great. No, I tell you, this has just been the best journey so far. Yeah. And it's just beginning, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So um, so one day we'll swap places and you can come and interview Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I'd t- love that now as well. Yeah, no, that'd be great, Crack. We'll have to organise yeah. it. Um, but for you, Josie, where did it all begin? Where, where are you from? Where were you born? Oh, where did you God. go to school? I feel like uh, I'm, I'm under pressure now to give yeah. you all my, my ins and outs, my secret. This is, yeah, I need that red book, don't I? Yeah, absolutely. So I suppose I'm really conscious of when people ask you, like, you know, tell me a bit about yourself because I think a lot of people lead with their career and they'll say, oh, you know, my name is Josie and I'm a, was a preschool teacher and now I'm a, a business owner, whatever. So I suppose to be a little bit more personal and to just get straight into it with you, um, I grew up in West Cork and that's where I'm originally from. You'll probably hear the country coming in and out of me <laughs> as I'm talking for the next like half an hour. Good. So you'll definitely hear the country coming in and out of me. But I suppose I moved to Cork a couple of years back to um, find something that I love doing, I suppose, and something that I found fulfilment out of. Um, I was working as a primary or as a preschool teacher, rather. And where did you study for preschool? Like, where in West Cork did you I grow didn't. up? I came to Cork and did it in UCC. Um, okay. Oh, where did I grow up in Union yeah. Hall? Yeah, down by oh, the I sea. I love Union Hall. Yeah, how did you not know that already, Shan? I didn't know that. Because you know what? Sometimes people think I'm nosy and I pry a little, but I just Same. don't try and push it. I know. In, I feel like I'm going to end up in, interviewing you now in this. Yeah, watch it now. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have like a safety yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like our hand <laughs> signal that nobody else can see. So Union Hall. Yeah, that's okay. where I'm originally from. My dad's from down there. Um, my mom's from Liverpool. So they brought us up in West Cork, basically. So Amazing. We, I'm never down there anymore, which is a shame. But it's one of those places that are lovely in the summer, very boring in the winter and for and, where, and, and did you go to school in Union Hall yeah, you didn't yeah. have to travel that's no, amazing I went to secondary school then in Skibreen so oh, yeah, I know it's mad isn't it and Skib is amazing like Skib is now such a major hub yeah um, you know we- and Clonakilty would be a good lively town as well so I lived there for a little while but it's nice Um, it's a nice lively town I suppose but like I, I don't really so would, would have Clon been the first place that you lived by yourself without your parents or did you live there with yeah your- no okay. it would have been but like I suppose I'm living in Cork since I was like 19 Yes. Do you know, so um, I lived in Australia as well for a year. Um, we'll get there, we'll get there. Okay. Um, but I, I'm mostly living in Cork. I suppose I'd call Cork base, like as in Ballincollig, probably home now more than anything. So I, I always laugh at when I used to come into the city when, yes. I, was, when I was younger. I used to call it the city, whereas yeah. now when I say I'm just popping into town, town, I feel like I've really changed into one of those city people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You have. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's mad. I'm like, I'm going to go into town, not into the city. That's class. Yeah. And so, so how old were you when you moved to Clon out of Union Hall? Um, oh, like mid 20s, maybe. Um, so. I was 19 when I moved to Cork, obviously, for college. Yeah, and then okay. I moved back to Clon for a couple of years. And why did you move back to Clon? This is an ex-boyfriend story now, so I feel oh, like... Oh, really? I go, feel go, go, go. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll skip past that really fast. Okay. Um, so then I moved back to Cork uh, to fulfill my, you're laughing at me now and I think it's gas. Um, I moved back to Cork into the city to basically find something that I really enjoy doing yes. something that I wanted to progress in which actually ended up being personal training. How did you find it though? Was it from going to a gym, meeting someone in a gym yeah. that sort of inspired you? Um, when I was living in Australia I really, really enjoyed doing fitness classes and I'd never done anything like that before so when I came back from Australia I thought oh just you know I wouldn't mind doing that on the side of of being a preschool teacher which was something I did for five years okay um so when I went and decided to do the course I only initially thought that I might you know teach a few spin classes on the side and then I think maybe after like three months of doing the course it just progressively started taking over my life and then like now it is my whole life I suppose I think it was just something that I I was always missing until I found it does that make sense it's so, the same for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Took me a lot longer to find it though. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad I did obviously find it now. So then fitness started to take you over my whole world, I suppose. I like loved, like I was breathing it. I loved it so much, which is obviously like, there's worse things you could be addicted to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then I started to take a step back in the crash, which was hard because I, I actually really like kids despite how often I say I don't want them myself anytime soon. But um, I think that I really like kids. So it's it's one of those things where you're like, Will I, won't I, will I, won't I? And then went part-time in the crash, went part-time in the gym, then like cut back a little bit more and a little bit more and then eventually just went full-time into into fitness. So we set up our own business then about, I think 18 months ago, it's called The Squad for anybody listening. Um, it's called The Squad. Hashtag The Squad. I, I'm with The Squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. God, cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> the Squad will do too. So we set up that business about 18 months ago, we being my business partner, Kate, who you will obviously talk to in a minute, um, or at some stage in your podcasts. Um, unless she's standing outside, which is quite likely we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. And she likes to be early. Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm just so proud to separate you. I'm I just know, so pleased with myself. I know, this is the first time we've ever done anything separate for the squad, which is so funny. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, sometimes when people ask us, we're like, yeah, no. But when you asked us, we are like, all right, yeah, great. I know, I love it. Yeah. You're so kind. So we started the squad about 18 months ago, um, I suppose, officially, because we were doing that part-time when we were in the, when we were in the crash and Kate was in her job. So um, about 18 months ago, we were out on our own. And more recently, uh, six weeks ago, we opened up a commercial unit. So now we have expanded again. So, And it's huge and it's beautiful. And oh, I've seen so it and it's great. Yeah, I love it so much. Good. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Because it's such a commitment. Mm -hmm. You know, people forget. Do you know what? And I was talking about this to someone yesterday. You guys make it look easy. Mm -hmm. And so when people make things look easy, everybody thinks it is easy. Yeah. And so everybody starts doing it and then they go, oh, my God, this is really hard. And they don't survive. But you guys do make it look easy because you just have such a good time doing it. Yeah, it's fun though. Like, yeah. It's easier to go into work when you enjoy what you're doing, which I understand and I appreciate that not everybody can go and live the job that they want to do for their own personal circumstances. But I suppose I'm lucky in a sense that I can go to work every day and enjoy what I'm doing and I don't have any ties to stop me from progressing. Like, I mean, I, I don't have, to, like, kids or mortgages at home yet, so I don't have to worry about those things yet. So I think that I do, while I understand that pre- people don't always get to live their best life in their job, 
I'm very lucky that I can. But you work hard, Josie. And one thing, be you know, about Bebel is, is that I want people to understand that you don't have to apologise when you want to take time out mm. of your work as well. And I obviously follow you on Insta, and you're very good at working really hard. But you're also really good at taking time out and having those holidays. I love my holidays. You're amazing yeah. at it, though. Yeah, you're like a professional at it. Do you know what? If I could change my career again, I would definitely be like a travel blogger. Okay. So if anybody actually wanted me to be their travel <laughs> blogger, I would definitely do that. And before I came into you, I booked more flights. I can't cope. I I have to just yeah. keep booking them. Yeah, but it's so good, and and what I love is that you enjoy them as much as your working life. Yeah, um, because I know myself actually, and I took a lot longer to get that right frame of mind mm-hmm. than you have, which is amazing. I'm like I'm sort of jealous of you for clicking so quickly in your life, yeah. um, but now I'm I'm there, mm-hmm. and and I completely like understand it. I don't apologise for it anymore, but I love watching your stories because you're so balanced I can do them both but in like in saying that like I mean you're still only young yourself but I do think that like, and a ride <laughs> top ride um, I do think that it like you have to go through a certain amount in your life as well to get to you get you to the point of where you're going to be happiest and like I said I'm, I'm lucky to have gotten there like before my 30th which is soon but also just I, I've had an awful lot of life experience for somebody who I should be 50 really to be honest because I feel like I've had an, an awful lot of life experience to get me to where I am now also like I know I keep saying I'm lucky but it, I do work very hard for it so yeah. I think when people are like oh where are you off to now next some people can say it really condescending and I, I'm always like well, I'm going to go here or here. But originally, like for about, I suppose, two years, I would say, oh, really defensive. Like, oh, well, I work really hard and I don't go out very often. Yeah. And I, I do this and I'm, I'm at work and, and I don't go out every weekend and, and I don't spend my money on this. And now I'm like, yes, I am. I can't wait to go on my holidays. <laughs> and then after that, I'm going to book another one for six weeks after that. Because now I don't feel like I have to explain myself as much. No. And work becomes so much more fun when you've got something to look forward yeah, to. Oh God, yeah, so it was um, everything. Yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I well, I just booked Lanzarote, so I'm happy. Oh, out. you'll get the sun soon too. <laughs> I know. Mm. Five days and counting. In five days. Yeah. I only booked it yesterday. Oh, yeah. See, that's how you do it now. Yeah, absolutely. That's how you do it. Yeah. And you know what? The same thing. I didn't think I could do it. I visualised it, said, actually, I can work this out. Yep. I had to make one little tweak and it's finished. It's done with. And, you and get the, the flight break. is booked and the break is yep. done. Yeah, no, it has to happen. And flights are fierce cheap at the minute as well, aren't they? Crazy that cheap. That was country, wasn't it? That was so country. That was so I country. I love it. Yeah. Do a bit more of that. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, you do a country accent and I'll talk in a Welsh accent. I know, yeah. If, I, if my dad was on the phone now, I'd come off and you'd be like, what did you just say? I get way worse when I'm talking to him. But I do that with, with Lee at home and he's, he gets on the phone to one of his friends and I can't understand him. Yeah. And then my friends will say, he's got a real uh, English twang to his accent because he lived, I suppose we've been together such a long time. Yeah. But actually... He's got a really bored cork accent when he's on the phone to his mates. I just give up. That is so funny. It is crazy. Real cork, like. Absolutely. Yeah, it's an easy accent to pick up as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, can't do it. Maybe not for you. Yeah. Girl. No, that's yeah. just, yeah, yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, I, my, the, my cork cork accent isn't very... Yeah, no, I like wouldn't offend anybody <laughs> by trying it. But, uh, and and from, from working in the industry, mm-hmm. you've gone on now to develop into a coach? Yes, life coaching. So, cool. um, I suppose... That was another thing I wanted to do, but, you know, I wanted to do it about a year and a half ago and I had it booked and everything and then the time wasn't right. So I I obviously pulled out of it for lots of other reasons. And then when it actually was time for me to do it, it was the perfect time for me to do it, if that makes sense. Um, so I started it in September with Kingstown College. They're an online coaching 
this is not a plug but if you did say that Josie sent you they definitely <laughs> would give you an old high five anyway at least um, but they run it out of the Clarion in Silver Springs okay so it's the like, Clayton is it the Clayton changed names Clayton and Silver Springs yeah. Clayton and Silver Springs yeah. yeah it's actually lovely inside there and they're really nice um, it was eight weekends I think uh, over like say seven months and then you've got exams and stuff and a lot of reading more reading than I ever thought I'd have to do um, but I love it I think that it's something that I was always actually doing without realising that I was doing it um, and now I am a performance and life coach so I work okay. doing that now as well So my understanding when you become a coach is that you coach yourself first yeah, absolutely. So what barriers have you had to come, uh, you know, get over to actually become who you are now? That was a lovely question. I'm amazing at this. Sure. <laughs> so um, I've got an answer for you anyway. I suppose the first three months of this is, is a lot of self-development. So yeah. um, you like like that now, you need to be able to be in a good mindset yourself before you start helping somebody else change their mindset. So um, when I started doing it, I suppose, like, if I'm being honest, at the start, it's really hard to find out things about yourself that you didn't really like or you didn't really yeah. know that you were doing. Like, I know that I'm a talker and that if you were to ask me for something that I would give you my opinion. Whereas now I think after doing the course and after doing a lot of time with, spending a lot of time with clients and then obviously working with peers in the course that I'm much more aware of the language I use. I'm much more aware of how to ask somebody, like to almost provoke them with questions to answer it themselves. Yes. And obviously while that's my job, it was really hard at the start to get used to that because from working with people and working alongside people for so long um, it's easy to just give your opinion on something um, and also I, I like talking and I think I've become a much better listener despite what you'll find in this Two years, one math Two years, one math Yeah um, obviously we're, I, I'm the one that's talking here <laughs> but you know what I mean like I think that I think I've become a much better listener um, in it and like I said it's, it's easier now to accept things that I may not be perfect at but it's obviously things that you'll work towards and you're going to be asking those questions of people so in your training were people asking those questions of you yeah and and what were you finding out about yourself um I th- has there been you know for instance in my 30s was the first time I lost somebody in my life mm-hmm. so that was a, a complete sort of backdraft mm-hmm. for me and having to deal with that made me change how I dealt with everybody else's bereavements in the world because I hadn't experienced it before. I could empathise, but I didn't really understand the feeling or the emotion that they were going through. So having gone through the process yourself of being coached Mm -hmm. to learn about yourself, is there something in your life that has had a significant effect on you that you've had to get over? Um, I suppose everybody has their, everyone has their stuff that they need to to deal with and get over with. Um, Um... Let me think. I learned so much about myself in the course in a sense of, like I said, like having to listen, having to listen before I talk. And I think as well with social media and everything being so like in your face right now, I think it's really important to be able to take a step back from that and not to let it define you. And I think I got way more into that since I did the course and I understood myself a little bit more and who I was and where I should fit. Um, Like I said at the start, I think people really... um explain themselves as to what their career is yeah. and and like oh this is who I am but like I, I don't want my career to define who I am I'm still my own person despite the fact that I'm a business owner and a personal trainer and a life coach like I'm also a really good friend and a, like you know I'm the best girlfriend and <laughs> I like travelling I really like cooking I like I've really got a newfound love for reading so I think I've found way more about myself 
if that makes sense, yeah. um, overall in the last couple of months. And I think that when it's really obvious to me that I enjoy my own company now, I think that people who have like be, like touches of anxiety or loneliness, I think it's really important that for me that I'm able to figure what can make that better and how like where it stems from but also how you can make it better for them and obviously exercise is like the huge one there for people and which kind of ties hand in hand with the other part of my career (laughs) Um, but I do think that um, with with I can't remember what I was saying now because I started laughing at you there sorry (laughs) laughing with me Joyce laughing with me yes 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 laughing with you um, so you know where I'm going anyway. Yeah, getting people to feel comfortable. Yeah. And like, so B-Bell, we, we really want to encourage people to move more. Mm-hmm. And it's not about, you know, obviously my business is Pilates, your business is mm-hmm. in training. And I was talking to someone earlier saying it's it's not about, for me, B-Bell isn't about Pilates. It's not about getting into the gym. It's about actually just finding something mm-hmm. you like. And that might be going for a walk. Yeah. Um, and, and talking of loneliness, I went to... Um, I went to a presentation on golf last night because it's on my list of things that I want to do. And I was thinking, I work work so much. In fact, Josie, you have to start with me, I've decided, because I want (laughs) to do business on the golf course like men do. So I was like, yeah, if I could just get everybody to do golf, then we could work whilst we're walking and get some exercise. Um, But one of the girls was constantly, she just kept bringing, but who will I play with? Who will I play with? And I was like, actually, I don't need to start golf. I need to start a golf club. Yeah. And we need to have putting competitions on Saturday. And where are the clothes? Absolutely. <laughs> and the squad is such a community. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that that's where we're, we're sort of going now um, to get people to move. It's all about community and making new friends. Yeah. And I think you do really, really well at that. Um, and you're always so happy. So what do you do when you're having a bad day? Oh, I could. Just... Yesterday, no, I, I did not have a good day. Yesterday? No, it was yesterday, only Wednesday, so Tuesday. Um, I suppose, like everybody, you get inside your own head a lot, um, just especially for women at their time of their month, or, you know, you've, you know, just eaten an Easter egg on a Tuesday, and you think, oh, I should have waited till Saturday at least till I ate the whole Easter egg or whatever. And I think midweek we, crisis. <laughs> yeah, like midweek <laughs> crisis. I think um, that for, like, for me, I can get inside my own head as well. And I think... Since I became a life coach, I'm re- I'm much better at getting myself out of that funk. But um, sometimes I just need to be in my own head for a little while and that's okay as well. I can take 20 minutes to just like have a cry about it or eat my Easter egg or... Yeah, or two. Uh, or two. And then other days I can like force myself to put on shoes and just go for a walk and get some headspace. But most re- like more recently about... Now, thankfully it doesn't happen to me that often, but more recently I had a really bad day about two weeks ago and I was like right I'm going to go home I'm going to get myself into bed I'm going to really feel sorry for myself and then when I got home I got into the room and I put myself into the bed and it was like 11 o'clock in the day I'd already been at work I was like no I'm, I'm definitely going to put myself into bed and I was allergic to everything so I got into bed and I was like mm, this is definitely not what I need I was getting more and more inside my own thoughts and inside my own head sure everything was wrong with me then once one thing was wrong with me yeah. it just was escalating into everything being wrong so I decided to get up put on my shoes and I went for a walk and for I actually wrote a post on it because for 22 minutes is all I walked for. And during my walk, I spoke to myself about all the things I, I should be really grateful for in my in my life. So I started with like, my health is actually really good. So what am I moaning about? My, you know, 
I really like my career. Like I have a great support system. I have a great circle of friends like small but really really good circle of friends like there wasn't a whole pile that I, there I should have been really moaning about and while some days it's okay to have your moan and have your cry I do think it's important that you sit back and actually think do you know what I, I don't have it that bad there are people a lot more worse off so after walking around and telling myself how, how great I am and how great everybody is around me absolutely um, by the time I got back to the car I was like a different person yeah, and I promised myself that day that every time I was in a bit of a funk, I would do roughly the same. So I got one of the gratitude, you know, the gratefully F journals off the oh, new yes. designs. Yeah, um, oh, they're beautiful. Oh my god, I just they're just so stunning. Another amazing core company. Yeah, I know yeah. this isn't even a plug either. No, I know, but <laughs> Kira and the girls are oh, fantastic. Oh my god, and I loved it so much that every single day now I write in it because I'm like obsessed. And sure, God love George. Then like when I'm going to bed in the evening, he's like trying to go to sleep, and I'm like, what are you grateful for? Oh, okay, he's because like, like, George, I'm grateful for you. No. <laughs> Jesus, no, no. <laughs> I'm softy, but not that bad. But I just like he's like, oh my god, stop asking me. But every day, I, I'm making a real conscious effort, I suppose, to yeah. to see things that you're grateful for. Um, and I think that that's what gets me mostly out of my funk. I think it's really weird, and I have this conversation again lots of times. You know, we we practice gratitude now. Mm-hmm. We practice mindfulness. We practice. You know, all these things have always existed. Mm-hmm. We just have titles for them now. Yeah. And actually, it, it, it's just being a nice person. And, and being kind, absolutely, and and really being conscious of how you verbalise your inner mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. Um, because we all do it. Oh, especially, like, I suppose I work with a lot of clients. Um, we work with a lot of female clients as well, even though, obviously, like, we are both men and women. Um, but I suppose women find it a lot easier to express their emotions. And I think especially when you're doing, like, a one-to-one um, assessment with a, with a woman, more so than a man, because women obviously feel that they can just yeah. be like... Right, I hate my this, I hate my this, I hate my this, I hate my this. And now every single time I say, okay, you've told me seven things you hate about yourself, don't tell me seven things you like about yourself. Yes. And they find it so much harder and it breaks my heart because I'm like, okay, so for the next seven days, tell yourself one thing every single day in the mirror that you like about yourself. It could be, you know, you like your smile or today I like my hair or, you know, I really like the top I'm wearing. But I was like, if you, you'll feel so much better if at the end of seven days you've written down seven things you like about yourself because at least then they'll counteract all the things that you're just picking yourself apart with every single day. And it's just changing that habit, yeah. isn't it? changing the habit is I exactly tell, I do, I tell myself I'm gorgeous most days. I think days. you're gorgeous as well. Thank you very much. I think you're pretty hot too. <laughs> anyway, must go. Do you want to go for a drink? <laughs> no, but I think it's important if yeah. we don't, you know... We all ha- we all have those inner insecurities. I'm I'm dreadful for for standing behind people in pictures, and I've made a comfort sesh- a comfort f comfort conscious that's not a word. conscious. That's yeah. the word. God, my my brain doesn't work with my mouth. It will come with age. But um, to to get at the front of pictures now. This was my year, and I said I'm not doing any more. I'm going to stand at the front of the mm-hmm. picture. I know exactly which. I can't go side on. My <laughs> boobs look like a ski slope. But front on, I'm okay. okay. So just work on the face. Big smile. Yeah. And I'm much more confident to do that now. But mm-hmm. that was always my Achilles heel. Yeah. And now I'm just over it. But it's taken practice. You have to be mindful of it yourself, I suppose. And once you're aware of it yourself, you'll be able to like address it every time, like you said. And obviously it makes you feel better. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Big time. I'm not worried about my arms and I'm not worried about... Because they're my arms. They're arms, exactly. And I do think that, like, as a generation or as everybody, I suppose, if you take a picture and somebody shows you a group picture, the first thing you'll do is zoom into yourself and be like, oh, my face looks fat in that, my ears look fat in that, my whatever looks fat in that. Like, it's the first thing I say to my hair. It's the first thing people think. It's always a negative. So I think once people can start changing that to a positive, everybody's mindset should get better. Yeah. No, I do try now. I look at pictures and go, yeah, that's me. Mm. That's yeah. the end of it. That's me. 
I'm yeah. happy with myself. I the same. I'm very, very, very fortunate, very grateful. Yeah. I have great support system, very good friends, amazing relationship, amazing mm. family. So really, what have I got to worry about? Yeah. The, like except the state of you in the photo that's it yeah absolutely and I need to clean my kitchen <laughs> but apart from that life is good life is good otherwise absolutely and so I want to take you back a little bit and mm. I want to talk about places that you've been okay. obviously we talked about Australia a little we tipped on it mm. earlier um, did you go travelling? Yes. So my eldest sister, who you'll never know about because she doesn't really exist in our, in our lives half the time God love her um, well, she does, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, the little fellow is my nephew is always in yeah, around, and my other sisters. But um, she's coming home at Christmas, so we'll see her then. But she lives in Perth, so I went with my two friends, and we went to Thailand and travelled the whole way through, and we went Amazing. to Singapore for a week. Um, one of my other friends was living there, and then I went to Perth for three weeks, and then to Sydney. And I lived in Sydney then for like seven months. We um, work in that, yeah. Working now is, is okay. So I was going to work, okay. and I was most definitely sunbathing when I was not supposed to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm so pale, so like when I was away, I just wanted to chase the sun, yeah, regardless yeah. of like you know minding the children. Um, so I suppose oh, so you were nursery nurse and over yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was in a in a kindy in a kindergarten Aww. over there. So um, I worked doing that for about seven months. But I suppose again, I was working to to fund what I would do at the weekend or yes. whether it be like skiing in New Zealand for a weekend which I did or Amazing. you know we, we saved up all our money then and we went for four weeks up down up and down the coast basically um, I still think Bali was my probably my favourite place I've ever been it used to be skiing when did you go to Bali? just this Christmas oh okay yeah uh, we went to Bali for 11 nights and it's actually it's actually loads of time um, so I think that Bali was probably one of my favourite holidays and I used to be skiing in New Zealand until this okay Um it was very calm living and it was really like the Balinese people the Balinese Balinese is right isn't it that do I know what you mean yeah Balinese people they're really <laughs> friendly so I think that we we spent a lot of time like chatting to the locals and you know I suppose it might have come with age as well that I'm a lot more happier and confident in myself and I, I definitely feel like I have a much better lifestyle myself so when I was away I was able to just chill out and enjoy that break from work as well and did you do any touring when you were in Bali yeah loads what we were, did you do? we did um we were in Abud and we were in Semenyak and my sister from Perth was there as well so I actually got to see her this Christmas too. Excellent. Um, then we were in, oh jeez, what was the name of that other place? Noosa Dua. Um, we just went there for like four days at the start all inclusive to just chill, chill in a hotel. It was lovely because you'd want it after. It was like 29 hours maybe travelling. Okay. Um, other than that, like myself and George go on a, quite a lot of breaks. We go to like Iceland or Paris or like city breaks like that and um, we go to Nurka then in Spain quite a bit like maybe twice in the year as well. We're actually going now in like three weeks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where is that? Um, Malaga. Okay. Yeah, Malaga in Spain. So, like, just grand. It's one of those places now where you can leave all your stuff there yeah. in the top press and you can just fly over okay. for, like, 90 euros return. Yeah. Yeah. We um, all need that more often. And hmm. I actually don't know why. I went, Actually, I looked at, even Easter weekend, I looked at that, like, four or five weeks ago, and you could get flights to Spain for, for 80, 90 yeah. euros. Return Lanzarote was... Um, 100 euro return yeah. like craziness crazy cheap like yeah like if you leave it like I left it to last yeah, minute yeah five days if you leave it to <laughs> last minute then suddenly some of them gone up to like 700 euro and I was like oh good god why didn't I book yeah. but but you, if you know what you're doing mm-hmm. and you get those six weeks little routine that little roster yeah. going it's such a roster <laughs> yeah absolutely though but um, 
I haven't done Iceland. Oh, it's an amazing holiday. Now, you might want to remortgage your house before you go because it's a really expensive country. Oh, is it? But it's it's a very nice, um, it's very nice. It's definitely worth the trip. We only went there for, I think, four nights. Okay. Um, actually, this is the time of the really bad snow. Remember in yeah, Ireland? Yeah, last March. Yeah, so uh, or we were supposed to go in, in February and we drove all the way to Dublin and got snowed into Wexford basically for four days and I spent four days holidaying at a hotel oh my and then God. finally got home and did in you fairness, get bread though did you get bread no we didn't get anything we were stuck <laughs> in the hotel at the time the I was like what are we going to eat like I know the panic um, but we worked we did it through a travel counsellor and they actually saved our whole holiday and we went like a month later then to Iceland and it wasn't half as cold then in Iceland so it was lovely okay brilliant and you do you use your travel counsellors um, we have used them a good bit yeah okay uh, they're very They're good. Always I suppose. interesting. Yeah, it's handy as well because you can pay for pay for your deposit yeah. and then you can tip away and pay for it. So when we went to Abu Dhabi and when we went to Bali and Iceland and all the bigger holidays that you go on, at least you can just pay a deposit and just tip away every week. And how long did you go to Abu Dhabi for? Uh, ten days. And you just stayed in Abu Dhabi. We went over to Dubai as well. Okay. Yeah. So just both. And did you do a night in the desert? No. Did you not? Sand absolutely bugs me so Actually, much. Actually, you know what? I'm the same. I, yeah, I don't do I don't sand do beaches. Yeah. Like no. No, I'm a pool girl. I'm a poolside person. Like, I hate the keep me clean of... and keep a real close cocktail to me. Okay. I don't do cocktails <laughs> it, on holiday. On holidays, <laughs> just at home. No, just uh, my detox on holidays. Do just, you? Just, yeah. No drinking on holidays. Do you know, for years, I didn't ever have a drink on holidays. And I'd say for about 10 years. I do now, mm-hmm. she, says. she says. I've only had like one holiday in the last <laughs> two years. So I did on my honeymoon. Yeah, like, it was allowed. Well, it's kind of different. Um, and then we went to Rome in February and I did have a drink because yeah. the rugby was on. Um, but yeah, I used to just go on holiday and not drink at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, I suppose, I don't, I don't drink as much as I used to years ago. Yeah. So now it's nice to go on holiday and have a nice glass of wine and the cheese. And, yeah, and the cheese. And all yeah, about yeah, the yeah. wine and the cheese. Yeah, so I, I don't really drink at home. So then when I do go on holidays, Absolutely. I'm like, oh yeah, go on, I'll have another bottle of Prosecco. Yeah, yeah but I don't want to open the case and find sand. I'm exactly Yeah, sand. no, I just, um, I no, when I went to Thailand for those three weeks, as much as Thailand is an experience, uh, I wouldn't do it again. Like, now yeah. the dirt and then you get home and your rucksack is covered in like sand and oh my God, no. And would you ever think of amalgamating your two favourite things, fitness and travel? Oh God, yeah. Um, I suppose like maybe down the line, but I think down the line, like my five-year plan would definitely be to do a little bit more life and performance coaching. Yes. Um, Obviously, like I want to still run Trump on a Monday night at half a six and half a seven when I'm like 75. But I think that like long term, I'd like to be working a lot more one to one with clients and or with like athletes who are performing and that kind of demographic, I suppose. Um, I think that's where I'd like to go like long, like within the next like five years. And I think you'll do it, Josie, because you're brilliant. What Not a bother me. Oh, my God. So we're going to go so to the excited. pot. Okay. OK, so you're going to pick a question. OK. And I don't know who's written them. At this point. Do I get to read it as well? Yeah, you have to read it out. What gets you up in the morning? Oh, an alarm. Yeah, it is an alarm. <laughs> um, to be fair though, my alarm goes off at like 10 past five. But to be fair, even... Every the, day? Yeah. Monday. Even if you're not working? Well, no, if I'm not working, okay, my body clock say. is like, oh, hey, it's half five. Okay. You slept in, it's 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> I, but on a serious note, I suppose like it's easy to get up in the morning when you don't mind going to work and you and you like your job and even on Saturdays and Sundays like me myself and Kate work alternate Saturdays so I think it's it's easy to go into like even if I'm not going to work basically is what I'm saying is I still get up and I enjoy my whole day because I don't feel 
like staying in bed and just like I'm, I'm, I've always been the same like I don't like wasting the day I, I don't really yeah. like staying in bed all day like if somebody told me they slept till 12 o'clock like that's like midnight to me I, I'm not able <laughs> but I suppose each to their own at the same time but I do think that it's easier to get up in the morning when, you, when you're in a good place like in your head and you're happy to get out of the bed and do what you need to do for the day and if you're off this Saturday say what, mm. what would you be getting up for where would you be going what would you be doing I like to get up and have a really nice breakfast yeah. Like so I could like pop into town and have a really nice breakfast or to be honest I normally go to the gym at the weekend because I'm not in a rush to do anything either so um, like if I'm off on a Saturday morning I'll still get up at like half seven but that doesn't mean I won't go back to bed and binge watch Friends for like two hours if I wanted to So I knew you were going to say that Did you know I was going to say Friends? <laughs> so I knew you were going to say that Yeah Friends I just can't Everyone's always like oh did you watch this new series I'm like oh no I just can't sit down into it Oh, really? I, no, I'm just well, going to no, actually, t- it's time for me. I But li- I think everybody, anybody that's, anybody is a Friends fan. Yeah, and Kate's actually, not. What, really? It, it kind of okay, drives a bit of a wedge a between strange. us. That's strange. I make a lot of Friends jokes and she does not get them. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever played the board game? No, do you have it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to lend it to you. We just have to see who the winner is. Yeah. In fact, I'm good, but my sister Emma is like Better. legendary. There's two girls that come to squad that are big into friends as well. Oh, I really? think they give everybody a run for their money. Yeah, but it's hard. I love. I'm a, I'm a binger, but I'm a Game of Thrones girl really? at the moment. Very never much watched a, it. Oh my god. Sorry. Okay. Get out. <laughs> I know. Sorry, you've never watched it. Oh yeah, no. Okay, but that's exciting. So I love introducing people to new things. Okay. So like my one of my favorite things to do is like take people to IKEA for the first time. I just get so that, excited. I would love if you do that. Have you never been to IKEA? No, but like oh, I've God. no, I've put together some IKEA shelves. Yeah, but I've never been up to IKEA. Oh, it's like the best day out. In fact, there's a couple of people that work in Republic of Work. I've promised we'll to go. take. We'll get a minibus. We should get a minibus Wait. because it's like the most exciting thing. Because it's such a great shop and. Like, I'd get so excited taking people that haven't been. I'd definitely buy things I didn't need as well, like floating shelves and just like, random things. You just pick things up because you're like, for three euro? You can't leave yeah, it there. Why not? It's Absolutely. like pennies. Yeah. And then the next thing, it's in Vinny's shop in yeah. the front yeah, window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never put it up or put it together. Absolutely. Or I bet oh. it causes arguments as well. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. But it's a great, like, so discovering new things and introducing people. So if there was one thing you could introduce somebody that they hadn't done before that you think's like mega, what would it be? Oh, um, putting egg whites in their oats. Huh? Yeah, so cook your okay. oats on the pan. <laughs> Some people think it's gross, but cook your eggs, like, or put, cook your oats as normal Yeah. in the pot. And then just as they're cooked, like, stir in, like, just raw egg, egg whites and just stir it. It makes them really creamy and you get like good protein into. Okay. There you go. Now you might think that's a bit bizarre, Shan, but to be honest, it tastes delicious. Do you know what? I'll give it a go. Give it a bash. I'll give it a go. Grab Just, another question, okay. lady. This one is my nose on. Hope this is if you weren't doing what Ah. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you be doing? I'd be travelling. And I definitely would be sponsored by someone like Fujifilm or Canon so that I could <laughs> float about. Oh, I'd have to bring an Instagram boyfriend with me as well because my own is useless. He hates it so much. So I think I would like travel around the world and take really cool photos. And that would just be it? That would be it. I would literally live my best life if I was eating eggs and avocado in countries all over the world taking photographs. Amazing. How easy is that? That was just so easy. Canon should definitely... Am I answering another one? You are. Oh God, because that was just too quick. Sorry, okay. This person was the same because it's the same handwriting. Oh, really? Do you feel the need to pass on what you've learned and how have you done this so far? It's really twirly writing. Do you feel the need to pass on what you've learned and how have you done this so far? Um, yes, with I suppose I kind of touched on this already. I think it's really important that people start speaking to themselves a little bit better and start being a little bit more grateful for what they have and not always like 
you know, wanting the next thing and not always wanting for something more and more and more. I think once you're happy with what you have, then the more is always extra. Does that make sense? Busy brings busy. Yes. Happy brings happy. Yeah. Misery and you can brings be a, misery. You can be a busy fool as well. So once your time is spent on things that you're enjoying doing, then you really already have your best life. Does How that? do you cope when someone comes to you as a coach mm-hmm. and they, they are in, in not a great place? Um, you know, we, talk, we touched on loneliness earlier and I, mm-hmm. I always think people think of loneliness as somebody by themselves. Yeah. But actually, I know loads of people that have loads of friends that are really lonely. I'm going to charge you for this. No, I'm joking. <laughs> How just looked my purse. Yeah, you actually, actually did. Like, around the room. <laughs> um, I suppose the first thing to to figure out, I suppose, for me, will be to why you're feeling like that, and then once you've figured out all the triggers and all the blockages in your life, you can go from there. And that's where like life coaching will come in, and then obviously exercise. I find as well that if people come in and they're in quite a bad mood or they're having quite a bad day, it might take them like. 10, 15 minutes before they're relaxed into the exercise and in that kind of, you know, state of flow where they're kind of happy to get them to talking to me. So at the start, I'm like, oh, do you not have a good day? And if they say no, I'm like, okay, well, you know, talk to me about it if you want to, but otherwise we're going to get on with your training yeah. and not in a pushy way, but I suppose then when they're relaxed enough and comfortable enough and their mood is shifting and the endorphins are kicking in, they always relax into talking about what they need to talk about. I know, and the endorphins are so important, aren't yeah. they? Like movement, I do believe movement just makes things better. Oh, it makes everything better. Yeah. Everything. And I think that when people, like I said, are in, in a good state of flow and you're really happy with what you're doing, you're going to talk about anything and you're going to ultimately be happier by just getting it off your chest. So I yeah. think talking is obviously the most important. Amazing. Mm. Josie, thank I'm so you. sad it's over. I could definitely sit no, here for another like 45 it's, minutes. It's so nice just chatting. I know. Next time maybe over wine. Over, yeah, and cheese. You said cheese. Yeah, cheese. Okay, I heard you cheese and cheese. wine. I provide the cheese, <laughs> you provide the wine. That's Fair a good enough. deal. Do you drink red or white? Both. See, I'd really like to get into red. A red think, is amazing with cheese. If you get the right cheese, and the, I'm going to get you a good bottle of red wine. See, and it's I, gonna start I've tried a couple it. of times, but I just think I would look so much fancier with a red wine. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, you do kind of look cool. You look really with cool red with red wine, but also you, you kind of look like you're going to take a long time to drink it. Whereas yeah. white wine, you know, you're on it. Or prosecco, <laughs> you're like, how many more bottles oh, can yeah. I fit into me? Or oh, prosecco just makes me sick. Oh no, I do. I enjoy a nice glass of Prosecco. Do you? Mm-mm. Okay, Prosecco next time. Prosecco. Then. But I'll get you into the red. I will. Yeah, I do. do you like, send Josie. me a nice bottle. 